Hey NAI football fans, Corey Thorpe here with another edition of the NAIF Ball Podcast, powered by AdCraft USA, your custom apparel, merch, and uniform experts. Our friends at AdCraft have been with us for many years now. They've run web stores for us multiple times. These guys are NAI fans and family who are experts in the apparel and merchandise world. AdCraft allows you to take the hassle out of ordering. Let their knowledgeable design and customer service staff handle everything from hosting the store online, shipping the product, and helping your customers so you can get back to the game. Find them online at adcraftusa.com. All right, guys, tonight we go even further into the South from the sooner we go to the Mid-South Conference tonight. We talk with the reigning Mid-South Bluegrass champions, Lindsey Wilson and their uh, first-year head coach, Phil Kleckler. Coach, how are you doing tonight? Doing well. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. I mean, we say you're you're a first-year head coach, I mean, but you're no stranger to Lindsey Wilson. This is, what, your sixth season with Lindsey, if I, if I can count right? Going going into my sixth year, that's correct. Nice. So, I mean, you know, Lindsey is no, no stranger to you. You kind of know the ins and the outs. Uh, let's let's take a look at how things went a year ago for you. Uh, you have a perfect season there. Let's dive into it a little bit. You get your first shot, your second shot in the calendar year at Kaiser University there, and you you beat them uh, thirty four to two there. Just talk about um, Kaiser on really both ends of the schedule as as you played them in the playoffs as well. Um, and, and how y'all in, uh, could beat them twice in the same years. We know that's difficult. Yeah, I think anytime you uh, play somebody in a second time, and especially in the short span that we played them, um, you know, and you, you, you have some familiarity with, with each other, um, but you try to, you know, as a coach, you want to fight the um, complacency of the preparation, um, not, for our, not for our coaches, but, you know, just – not that our players did this, but, um, you know, Hey, we're, we're, it's a new season. We're playing, playing them. They have new roster additions. We have new roster additions. Um, you know, we have to still prepare and, and go about this the right way. And, uh, we certainly did that with, uh, you know, the outcome of the game and we were really proud of our team that day. You know, pretty much the entire season was, you know, I don't want to say steamroll, but there are some really good defensive performances there, including three shutouts in a row. And two of your first three games in the season, you hold your opponent to less than 10 points. So just a really good job defensively, and I know that that, that is your calling card. About midseason, we get a game at Bethel, and that is a shootout there. Talk about that game against Mike Jasper's squad. Yeah, they're, uh, you know, a really good program and, and, um, you know, it's a long, long trip for us. And, you know, I don't think we had, um, kind of done a, an overnight, you know, I know certainly in the spring season of 20 uh, of 21, we didn't have a single overnight till we went to the national championship game. Um, and I can't really remember the early part of our schedule if we had one, um, before that or not. So, um, you fight that a little bit with, going on the road and staying, staying overnight. And then, um, you know, we played really well, uh, defensively in the first half and, and, uh, you know, we had them kind of on the ropes and, and they got some big plays on third and fourth down. 
um, and, uh, you know, stayed in the game. And, um, you know, we, uh, you know, I think we were in control of the game most, most of the, most of the day, but, um, they certainly, um, you know, made us work for it. And, uh, you know, it was a really, really hard fought contest. Then in the playoffs, you, you get a, a game versus Montana Western, which, um, had a little bit of external motivation, we'll say. Um, we already talked about Kaiser. Then y'all go play versus Grandview, and and I do want to get your 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 take on this because uh, we were kind of um, on the same page uh, picking Lindsey Wilson there. I believe both John and I both did against against Grandview, um, and we just see Johnny Sullivan for Grandview come out and toss the ball around the around a lot. I uh, just want to get your um, take on that as the, de- as the defensive coach, you know, talking about uh, growing and learning from that. Yeah, I think it was, um, you know, just kind of the same element of, of the Bethel contest in that, uh, you know, Bethel had some success throwing the ball on us as well. And, um, you know, we just allowed too many big plays um, through the air um, to, to, you know, be successful there in the, in the semifinal game. And, you know, if you'd have told me before the game that if we held them under a hundred yards rushing, I'd have told you, uh, you know, we played well that day and, and we did, um, in certain spots. And, um, you know, in the second half, we got our offense, the ball, um, you know, to, to have a chance to go win the game. And, you know, as a, as a defensive coach, that's what you want to do. But, you know, ultimately it was, uh, the results of the game was, was on us as a defense. Um, you know, we didn't perform how we had all year leading up to that game. And so, um, it was a, a tough one to swallow and one we wish we could have back, but we, we can't, we don't. And, uh, you know, we're moving forward here into, uh, 2022. So one of the things that marked your 2021 season offensively was kind of that midsection. You played a little bit without Cam Dukes and, that may actually end up helping y'all out a little bit as you now have to play without your all-world quarterback as he graduates. Talk about uh, breaking in a new quarterback as well as bringing up uh, next man up guys across your skill positions and um, you know how you grow off of, a, off of an offense that was very good for the last few seasons. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think you were exactly right in, in that, uh, you know, Cam, Cam's injury um, kind of allowed allowed some guys to step up on the offensive side of the ball and certainly got a couple individuals some, some Saturday snaps, and uh, that's going to help them in their future. And, um, you know, we're really excited about uh, what we're going to do in the future on the offensive side of the ball. Uh, you know, we hired Coach Matt Wright, who – was in our program for several years and had been a part of our system and, and, um, you know, has really, uh, you know, adapted some things that he's learned at some different stops into our current offensive system. And, uh, we're really excited about, uh, where we're going on that side of the football. We have a ton of, ton of skilled players and, uh, a solid nucleus on the old line back. And, and, uh, we're really, really excited about the future there. Defensively, you've got folks coming back at all three, spots or all three levels there whether it be Hylek and Thurman on your defensive line or another Hylek at linebacker or Kayshawn Beasley in your defensive backfield talk about continuing to grow 
and uh, you know, making up for Rob Carter's eight interceptions last year. Yeah, some of the you know um, the the interceptions are you know caused by some of those front seven guys that are getting after the quarterback and rushing the throws and all that. Um, but we have a really solid nucleus back on on defense, and and uh, you know we're uh, you know have some we'll have some guys step up as well. Um, and, and, you know, that have been kind of waiting in the wings, um, waiting for their opportunity to, um, get in the lineup. Um, so we're really, uh, you know, again, we're not going to change much on that side of the football and we have a, have an identity that we, uh, who we want to be and what we want to be about. And, um, we're going to continue to continue to do those things. So the one huge change that everyone is, is obviously going to notice is that for the first time in program history, You've got a true coaching change with Chris Oliver making the move to Georgetown. But, you know, obviously with change, there comes new opportunities for you. And I know that uh, having been at Lindsey Wilson for six years, uh, you know, coming into that sixth year, five years underneath Oliver, you've got a lot of his fingerprints on that program. So how do you go about then making Lindsey Wilson your own to, uh, you know, usher in the uh, Phil Kleckler era of Lindsey Wilson football? Yeah, that's a really good question. Um, you know, I, I've explained it uh, kind of to, to recruits and then, you know, as coaches, we're hiring, hiring new coaches. Uh, you know, I, I think of it as, like you said, it's a, it's a, um, we have a blueprint, you know, we have a house with a, a great foundation and, um, really sturdy and, um, you know, a lot of supportive, uh, people throughout Lindsey Wilson that support our program. And, um, you know, we're just going to make some changes. We're going to renovate a room or two and, and, and do some things, um, you know, how, um, you know, I'd like to see the direction go. And, um, you know, it's just coaching is about, um, being yourself and, um, you know, not trying to be someone that you're not. Um, and so, I'm going to be myself and my personality and lead, lead our young men in that way and lead our coaches that way. And, um, I think if you're authentic and genuine, um, you know, players are players and coaches are, are going to follow that and want to be a part of that. And, uh, that's what I've been doing here for, uh, the last five or six months or so. Have y'all started spring ball yet? We just, we just finished, just finished on Saturday. Very good. How, how'd spring ball go for y'all? Uh, really good. We had uh, all different elements of weather. Um, you know, it was kind of a wild. It's been a wild spring in Kentucky for us. Um, but, uh, you know, we, we got through it very healthy. And, um, you know, it was a, it was a uh, you know, big growth period for the offense, you know, just with the, the new changes there and um, some different terminology, some different signals, you know, all those types of things where, um, you know, our defense didn't have to, I guess, learn as much new things as what the offensive side of the ball uh, did. So, um, you know, it's really, uh, you know, we also incorporated more special teams um, than what we have in the past. Um, you know, it's a really big part of the game. And, um, you know, we want to work on the fundamentals of that aspect of the game as well. Um, and so um, I think it was really productive and we got a great foundation now. Um, heading into training camp here in August. It's got to be nice. And I've been talking uh, with coaches since spring began about how this is the first spring in Lord knows how long that you get a normal spring. 
was it kind of like a return to normal for y'all, or did you uh, use the opportunity to break in some new ideas you'd learned since the last normal? Yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, it's been two years um, with a four since we've had a normal spring. So, um, but you know, I, I think it's it's been kind of a normal process in w- what it's been in terms of uh, you know getting out of recruiting around signing day and then kind of focusing on our roster and um, you know kind of those mat drill type settings um you know most of our majority of our roster hadn't been through uh kind of that type of thing and then the 15 spring practices as well and um you know spring practices is fun but it it can become a a little bit of a grind from a player standpoint as well because you're working on football things and um sometimes it's hard for them to see the, the light at the end of the tunnel of uh what the purpose of it is um and so um but we we had a very productive spring and doing that. And I think our guys did a really good job of, of keeping it um, active and fresh. And we tried to do that with our practice schedules as well. And, um, you know, we didn't, um, we practiced on some Sundays, we practiced Saturday mornings, did a, did a Thursday night or two. Um, so uh, kind of intentionally tried to do that with our schedule uh, to kind of keep our guys on their toes. So going into next year with the, the bluegrass one with the mid South as a whole, you no longer have a third of your conference here in, in the Sun Division. And so, uh, you know, probably good for everyone involved. You don't have a fourth meeting with Kaiser in like, you know, 18 months. Um, I think both teams are probably tired of playing each other. But you do have, you know, a lot of, you had a lot of coaching change in uh, this off season, mostly among yourselves. Talk to me about making sure that you take care of the bluegrass and how much fun it's going to be, fun in either sense of it, I guess, uh, playing guys that you're really familiar with, whether it be you know Mike Jasper, who you've played for several years, or coaching head-to-head against Shan Housekeeper in a battle of, of former defensive coordinators. Um, you know, Talk about uh, how the bluegrass is going to shake out. Yeah, you know, there hasn't been um, a ton of coaching turnover in the bluegrass. And so that's kept things very consistent in terms of team identities and coaches. Uh, You know, obviously there's some assistant coaching changes, but uh, and then I I think you hit the nail on the head about now with there's a a flurry of changes in the conference, but it's a lot of familiar faces. Um, So I think it's going to, you know, keep things you know, I don't want to say the same, but in the same of that, everybody knows what you're going to get um, week in and week out, and you got to bring your best. And um, if you don't, you you could uh, be in be in trouble in a hurry. So um, it's it's uh, a great 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 conference, and you know, adding adding Faulkner into the bluegrass now is uh, adds another another element to it as well um, for a lot of different factors. Um, and you know, I saw them on video a few different times in the fall and, and uh, they're doing a really good job down there uh, as well. So uh, that'll be an uh, interesting dynamic. I think probably the biggest uh, change in the, in the conference with, with adding them. So kind of our final question here that we've been asking to everybody and, and interested to get your, your take on it as you've been able to see it over the last several years is how does Lindsay Wilson connect with their alumni, whether it be football alumni or non-athletic alumni, 
and fans to create ongoing support on the field on game day or off the field in uh, what you're able to do with uh, your resources. I, I know y'all last year just named your your football stadium, either last year or the year before, and, and got those naming rights over. So talk about how Lindsey Wilson uh, grows that uh, support. Yep. Uh, yeah, you're right in the in the stadium naming rights. Uh, it was just this past fall. Parnell, you know, it was changed from to Parnell Family Stadium, and then, uh, you know, that was the, the alumni standpoint was something that was a, a big priority for me uh, when I became the head coach. And we recently just formed what we're calling the, the Lindsey Wilson College Gridiron Club, um, and we're we're getting to a point in our program now where we've been around for 12 years and we have some alums out there and. We were at a disadvantage before when, you know, you're a younger program, you don't have former players. And um, so, uh, you know, we just formed that that club and we just uh, had some individuals at our spring game this past Saturday and some that couldn't make it. But we're going to start doing some socials and a golf outing and, uh, you know, the, the opportunities are endless there uh, to do that. And then, um, you know, another another factor we're trying to do is uh, we, we also did a youth clinic uh, this Saturday morning before. Uh, our spring game. And so, um, you know, we're trying to be a little bit more, we've been involved in the community with community service, but, uh, you know, just being around young people and that's what our guys like to do. We've done a couple different community service projects with the, the school district here, like during Dr. Seuss week. And, um, you know, I've been a part of that as an assistant and I was like, how can we get our players around more of the young people in the community to encourage them to do sports and, uh, play outside in the age of video games and, and all that. I have an eight-year-old son. I'm, I'm going through all that stuff. So, um, and so that was a really uh, successful event. Uh, you know, the weather didn't cooperate as much as we liked it, but we had a, we had a really good turnout for the circumstances. Um, and that's something that we're going to continue to try to grow in the future. Um, and I think our guys really enjoyed it as well. Well, coach, thanks for coming on the show tonight. I really am looking forward to it. I say it every week. I mean, you know, late August can't get here fast enough. It's it's insane. Um, you know, we're, what, four or five months away at this point. It, it needs to get here. But I'm, I'm going to be very interested to see what happens in the, in the Mid-South, you know, because it's, it's going to be very interesting. And I, and I think there's going to be some really great football that's, that's happening and uh, a lot of parity from top to bottom. I agree. I, I, I want uh, camp to get here and stuff too, but I, I do want to have a little little time off here after uh, having quite the journey of uh, spring season of 21 playing longer than everybody else in the short turnaround. And then, um, you know, our, you know, making the semifinal run and then having, having the, the coaching change nine days after our season ended um, and just been a full sprint for me. So I'm, I'm looking forward to a little time off, but uh we're, we're going to be ready for training camp and ready to go at it too. So, We hope you enjoyed this episode of the NAIF Ball Podcast presented by AdCraft USA. Be sure to contact them for all your custom apparel, merch, and uniform needs. Thanks also to Mommy Bay Turf and Turf Nation, as well as Leading Edge Fundraising for their support of the podcast. If you enjoy the show, subscribe to the podcast as well as to our YouTube channel. Leave us a review if you're listening on Apple Podcasts. As always, if you'd like to support what we do, head over to patreon.com slash N-A-I-A-F-B-A-L-L and become a patron. 
We can't do what we do without our sponsors and listeners like you.